Hello and welcome to Nat Alliance Now podcast. I'm Mitch Dunford and my co-host for today's podcast is none other than the infamous Alpo man, Bob Rogers. Hey, Bob, how are you? I'm great, Mitch. How are you? Thank you. All right. So tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got the nickname Alpo Man. Well, I uh, have been teaching for the National Alliance since 1985, and I was uh, I was with MetLife for uh, over 30 years. And one of the topics that I taught was retirement planning. And along the way, I uh, read. Uh, uh, in a in a newspaper, a survey that had been done uh, that talked about how people on fixed income bought double the uh, amount of uh, Alpo as people who were not on fixed income. So the great question became, uh, who are these people? Well, they're retirees. And then the next question was, do you really believe that retirees had double the amount of uh, of animals of dogs than uh, people who weren't retired? And it was no. And so uh, uh, anyway, we talked about what what that meant, and uh, I, my whole uh, premise was no dog food at sixty five. Yeah. So save your money. Be sensitive to retirement issues. Be sensitive to retirement planning uh, because you don't want to be doing that. There was a there was a point in all this back in the early nineties that we actually put together a recipe for Alpo. Because, oh because of the, the, the whole thing, so it, it was it got a little nuts. But anyway, that that's what that's how I got that that nickname. Well, Bob is a beloved faculty member of the National Alliance, a personal friend of our co-founder Bill Hold, and he's also currently our academic director over life, health, and employee benefits. So, Bob, thanks for co-hosting today. It's great to have you. Happy to be here, Mitch. Our, our podcast today is about a new book the National Alliance just released. The title of the book is Fundamentals of Life and Health Insurance, and we're thrilled to have one of the authors on our podcast today, Tom Faulkner. Tom, welcome to Nat Alliance Now. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's great to have you. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, your background, and your career. Okay. Well, first of all, I have some nicknames, but... Uh... They don't have anything to do with insurance, and they're probably not appropriate for a family-friendly podcast. So we'll skip that part. I am part of the faculty at the Lacey School of Business in Risk Management and Insurance at Butler University in Indianapolis. Uh, actually, a graduate of the same university from a long, long time ago. I also have a law degree from uh, Indiana University at Indianapolis. And uh, like a lot of people in our industry, fell into the insurance business about 35 years ago and found that it was a lot more exciting than people gave it credit for and uh, found a home. So true. So over the course of what is now over 30 years, I've done everything from advanced sales on the life side to uh, director of agent training to I was senior vice president of marketing and, and CMO for the company that I uh, worked for. And I've been full-time faculty at Butler for uh, about the last four years. And uh, I've got lots of designations that show I know how to take tests. So uh, they... I'm I'm really pleased to be able to be a co-author on the book. Tom, we're we're really excited about this book coming out, The Fundamentals of Life and Health. You know, we're I read uh, different surveys and different things going on, and and one of the one of the places I go is to Limerick, to the Life mm -hmm. Insurance Marketing Research Association, right. and they've done a number of studies about uh, the the issue of COVID and uh, people's awareness of life insurance and. Uh, uh, the different uh, aspects of it. Uh, I guess my my question to you is, 
when we we talked about this book coming out, tell me about your perceived audience for this book. Who do, who do you think is going to really benefit from it and, and why? Well, I actually had two audiences in mind. Uh, I come from a multi-line background. The company that I worked for is a multi-line company. And you know, multi-line companies tend to concentrate on the property and casualty, but still offer the life insurance. So I wanted it to be an instructional manual and also a reference manual for producers who are mainly PNC, but either want to or have to, depending on their situation, be involved on the life side. And uh, I think a lot of them are, are kind of intimidated by the complexities of life insurance because they don't deal with it every day. So that was the first audience. But the second audience I had in mind is people that are new to the industry, whether they're going to work in PNC or not, if they want knowledge about life insurance and uh, health insurance and uh, annuities and, and all the things that go along with that side of the house, uh, I wanted them to be able to get that from this book. So it was really both of those in mind as I put, put the book together. You know, over, over the years, and, and, and I've experienced this, I know you have, uh, you get into uh, product books and, and, and courses and, and, and people uh, tend to get into the weeds with the things. I mean, they become good, good night reading for when you can't sleep. And uh, I've read the, your book. I've seen it. I've been involved in it, really, from when we, our discussions. And at the National Alliance, we're all about practical education and, and how you can use these products, if you will, in, in real life situ situations. And I know uh, you've got uh, uh, several uh, chapters in here where, where every one of them, actually, where you talk about how to use these products in real life situations. Talk to us about that. and and uh, your thought process when you, you really put that together. I've been teaching, you know, both at a company level and as an adjunct at a couple of different colleges and then full-time at Butler for over 30 years now. And one, one of the comments that I consistently have gotten throughout my teaching career is that I, I make things easier rather than harder. And it occurred to me that there's really kind of two teaching styles. There are teachers that tell you everything they know, and then there's teachers that tell you everything you need to know. And I consciously try to be one of the latter. So, right. so I, I really try hard to try to make the complex simple. Things are not that complicated most of the time. Uh, if somebody's making it complicated, a lot of times it's because they want to impress you or whatever. And, and maybe I'm old enough. I'm not trying to impress anybody anymore. I don't know. But <laughs> So I actually have a process that I use in my teaching as well as uh, in the book. And that is I try to I try to raise the issue first. So I try to make people understand why it's important to learn about a specific product or topic or concept. The second thing is I try to simplify the rules associated with it. So maybe we're talking about taxation of life insurance. Okay, well, premiums are not tax deductible normally. Uh, death benefits are tax-free. So I, I put those rules out there. And then the third step in my process is I try to apply those to some fact situations. So you'll see in the book, I've got a lot of case studies and things like that where we're actually applying what we just learned as far as the rules go. And then the last step in the process is to give the, the learner the opportunity to apply it themselves. So knowledge checks, quizzes, and things like that. And, and I hope that people find that by being a recipient of that process, that they do get some real life experiential type of learning from the materials. You know, I, I know about your background. I, I can honestly say, uh, as I've taught for the National Alliance uh, all these years, 
one of the things I have really tried to encourage our participants to utilize are the resources that carriers have. And uh, people such as yourself, the advanced underwriting people, the attorneys that are uh, there, uh, to, to be able to help uh, to go through. Uh, uh, when I know you have a business application section. You do personal mm -hmm. uh, uh, applications. So you're dealing with all of the issues that uh, an agency or an agent uh, is going to come up uh, and have to deal with. Talk to us a minute about when you, you know, we, we talk about Medicare, we talk about uh, long-term care, we talk about annuities, and then we have life insurance, how it applies in not only personal but business sections, and how people with, with your background are really great resources to uh, our agents and the people that are out there who represent these carriers. Yeah, that, that's where I started my insurance career. I, I was hired in to the company I worked for as an advanced sales we call it advanced sales council back then. So I really started life on the life insurance side and have grown into the PNC side more. But virtually every life company has someone like that. Sometimes they have multiple in a department and they're very good resources. And, and sometimes they're even incented to help you. So if you sell a big case based on their expertise, they're going to get some little override on or something like that. So they're really eager to help you. And they can be a tremendous asset as a third party influence for you. But I think the first step, especially for a multi-line agent, I found the first step is don't be afraid to tell a client, I don't know, let me bring an expert in. Right. Yeah. And, and so often, you know, we think we should know everything and we should have all the answers off the top of our head. But my experience was that clients appreciated the fact that, hey, this is a little over my skis, as they say. Let me bring somebody in who, who knows a whole lot more about this and they're going to take care of you. I guess an answer to your question is, you know, just don't be afraid to to ask for help um, from those folks because that's what they're there for. Right. And, and my experience has been that, you know, uh, the advanced underwriting people, the attorneys with the carriers mm -hmm. have no problem talking to a client's own counsel. Right. Who may not deal with these things on a daily basis. Right. I know, uh, again, on, on the personal line side, I know that uh, uh, you have a section in here about Medicare, Medicaid, about Medigap, mm -hmm. about uh, the, the issues of uh, uh, the Affordable Care Act, ACA. It's referred to by many things, Obamacare, ACA. Right. But it has affected all the health insurance across the board. Right. Uh, certainly, we have a, an aging population that are becoming uh, eligible for Medicare. Long-term care is... Uh, a part of what we're, we're seeing now so much of. Tell me about how you approach the Medicare issues, the uh, the health issues. That's, that can be a, a, a whole career in itself, yeah. just learning about that stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a... Uh... Yeah, that, that's exactly what I was... That's exactly what I was thinking when you were asking the question is, you know, there like so many things in life now, it's become a specialist's uh, job. You know, the people that... All they do is uh, Medicare and, and uh, Medicare subs and, and those kind of things. So in the book, we, we do cover it pretty well. What you are going to get out of the book as far as the Medicare, Medicaid, uh, Medigap and, and MedSup and all that kind of thing is you're going to get the basic knowledge. So you can write those if you want to. Um, you'll have enough knowledge. You'll have enough expertise and enough practice to do that. But I also think that a lot of companies that offer those products they now have the experts, kind of like we just talked about in advanced sales. They now have experts that can help you. So my my goal in that section and my co-author, Dr. Paleo's goal in that section was really to make people comfortable enough 
that they can work that market, but know that there's people that have their back if if they need it uh, at the company level. Right. I've always felt like people, you, you watch the television ads and you see all these people. I've always said people are more comfortable dealing with their local agents who they dealt with all these years sure. uh, than they are on, a, on an 800 number because that relationship is already there. Yeah. You know, we, we've got another topic uh, that you, you addressed about uh, annuities. Uh, that's a, when we talk about uh, my Alpo can and all that. I, yeah. I, I always talk about uh, ROI and, and people think that's a return on mm-hmm. investment. And I say, no, not in the retirement business. It's called reliability of income. You know, knowing that you're going to have that income coming, and that's what annuities do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and, and there's all kinds. So, how did you approach that? That's a very, uh, can be a very overwhelming topic in and of itself. Yeah. Well, again, I try to simplify because uh, annuities is probably the area where there's the most innovation over the last, you know, 20 years, probably. You know, you've got variable annuities with all different guarantees, uh, income guarantees, and in, uh, uh, interest credit guarantees. You've got indexed annuities. You've got still got the fixed annuities. So the main goal in the chapter is just to kind of give a, a good um, explanation of the different types. But I also wanted to get across to people the fact that you know, annuities are not good. Annuities are not bad. And that seems like that's kind of where a lot of you know, the TV financial planners land. You know, oh, never buy an annuity because uh, you know, they're too expensive. There are too many fees. And the, the agent's going to make a huge commission off you and those kind of things. Well, what, what I tell people in real life, and I try to get across in that chapter of the book, is don't ever buy a dump truck because dump trucks don't fit in your garage and they get like three miles to the gallon. <laughs> no one should ever own a dump truck unless you need a dump truck. <laughs> and annuities are the same thing. You know, if somebody comes to me and says, you know, I've got a million dollars to invest and I don't yeah. need this for retirement. And, you know, I just want to see it grow or whatever. I can take some risk. Annuity is not the right thing. But if somebody comes to me and says, hey, this is all the money I've got. I've got to make it last. And, you know, my parents live to be 103. What do I do? There's where the annuity fits. So annuities are either good nor bad. They're just either appropriate or not appropriate for, for a situation. And hopefully people take that little pearl of knowledge, I guess, out of that out of that chapter. You know, Tom, what what, I, what I'm hearing is there's all kinds of ways that we can talk about life and health insurance. It's like saying how high is up. Yeah. And you're you're taking it and you're really uh, uh, applying it to not only personal needs, business business needs, business issues. You're doing it in a way that is understandable. You know, it sounds like. This is the kind of a book that uh, every agency should have sitting in their in their library or their resource shelf with uh, post-it notes yeah. stuck to <laughs> in the different chapters of where to look and where to find things. Absolutely, I mean that would be perfect. My my ultimate goal would be met if uh, if people looked at it in that way. I want it to be usable. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that's the that's the key. You just said usable yeah. that that you can. You can go to it. You know where uh, uh, the information lies. I even, uh, uh, Mitch uh, and I were talking uh, several days ago, and I looked at, when I was going through it, I said, you know, this is a, this is a book that maybe uh, consumers should think about. 
uh, looking at when they when sure. they're you know just to give them a, a, a basic working knowledge of what's going on in in, in 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 that arena. It's a really robust piece of work. I mean, it's 371 pages long. I mean, this is a tremendous resource for every agency to have in their library. I mean, it's it just is. I hope so. Well, and, and, and the fact that, you know, every chapter has a chapter summary, every chapter has a chapter quiz and the answer key with it. So, it again, it takes this complex, many, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of different directions to go in, the, in this subject matter. And uh, what it does is it, 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 you talk about it. And then what you've done, Tom, is to bring it, bring it all home with those summaries at the end of each chapter. And I think that's uh, that's excellent. Again, going back to the the National Alliance and what we're all about is practical education. What what can I do with what I learned today when I when I go into the you know the, the real world Monday morning, and uh, how can I be a resource or a, a help to my my clients? And and I think this really fits the bill. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's very well done. And I've, I've, read, I've read a lot of these uh, life and health books and textbooks over the years as you have as well. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a, it's a, it's a great resource for, for people. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Tom, who, who would you say this book is for? I mean, how much experience in the industry is kind of the sweet spot for this book? Or is it for everyone? More or less for everybody. I, I want it to serve as a an instructional book for somebody that's new to the life insurance industry, but I also want it to serve as a reference for people that you know uh, have got some experience. And you know, nobody's an expert on everything at all times. Sure, I may write a lot of life insurance uh, to cover mortgages, but when a business case comes up, I may have to refresh my memory on how you do that. So, right, that's kind of why it warms my heart when you guys talk about keeping it on the shelf of an agency, because that, that's really what I right. had in mind. You know, you could just pull it down, open it up, look at it, do the quick quiz or the case study or whatever to make sure you understand it and, and you're back up to speed. The thing about life insurance too is, you know, it's, it's more immediate gratification than the property and casualty world. The sales take a little bit longer, but the, the payoff is a lot bigger. Uh, you don't have the renewals. But the reason I bring that up is because I think there's an awful lot of agents and, and Limra data backs this up. There's an awful lot of agents and producers that leave that money to somebody else. They don't bring up the possibility of life insurance because either they're, you know, they, they just don't think about it or they don't understand it or whatever. But, you know, what is it? Limra says 54% of people that need life insurance have life insurance. You know, that's just a little over half. You, you've got a tremendous market out there right. that nobody's even asking about. And, uh, you know, it's not uncommon for a business case or an estate planning case to have a, you know, four or five figure uh, uh, commission attached to it. So it's really a lucrative area for an insurance producer, but you've got to get in the habit of asking the questions and to ask the questions, you got to get the confidence and hopefully that's where the book is going to come in. Right. And I, I, I think, you know, when we, we talk about Limra all the time, but after COVID, Limra came out with a, you know, they did a survey and it says that six in 10 consumers uh, had a heightened awareness of the value of life insurance after COVID. Right. And those six in 10 consumers happened to be our property casualty friends, customers. Exactly. That they're there. And, exactly. you know, that having this book, again, gives a, 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 a safety net or a comfort level 
and again, maybe directs, directs people to where they can go. You guys did an excellent job with this, and, and, and I think there's a, Thank you. There's a, a huge uh, opportunity there for our, our National Alliance participants, as well as, as uh, like I said, the consumers, the others that are out there. I know we have uh, had uh, some industry people have picked up uh, that the book has been, uh, you know, been published, and uh, uh, they're interested in, in uh, looking at it and reviewing it and getting it out in their world. So. Uh, uh, I think it's. Uh, I think you've hit a grand slam home run, my friend. Well, it makes my day. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, Tom, thanks for joining us, Bob. Thanks for co-hosting today, and a shout out to your co-author Victor Paleo. Absolutely, great guy. Been a big part of the National Alliance for decades. Uh, couldn't be with us today, but thank you both. It's my pleasure. And that concludes this episode of Nat Alliance Now podcast. If you're interested in purchasing Fundamentals of Life and Health visit www.nationalalliancebooks.com or visit our website at scic.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.